Hey, happy Monday, everyone. Welcome to the CCS Podcast. My name is Isaiah Babcock, and I'm the College and Singles Minister at Cross City Church in Euless, Texas. This week, we're kicking off Season 2, and I'm excited to welcome my friends Meredith Miner and Melissa Meredith. They are the co-founders of Bring the Confetti, an online ministry and community for women seeking to grow in their walk with the Lord. Meredith and Melissa are two of the sweetest ladies I've ever met, and I'm excited for you all to hear their story today. If you're new to our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us. We post new episodes each Monday, and we would love to hear your feedback as we continue to shape what this podcast is going to look like in the future. Thanks again for listening. Have a blessed week, and now on to the episode. We are starting season two, and I'm excited to have two of my friends, Meredith Miner and Melissa Meredith. They are the co-founders of Bring the Confetti. Uh, it's an online community for women's ministry. Uh, you can find them on Facebook at Bring the Confetti. Ladies, thanks for being here today. Yes, thanks for having us. Now, let me just ask, is that is that a good way to describe what Bring the Confetti is? Yes, yeah. So we just um, are all about women in community, and we think that's really important um, for women to come together to learn about Jesus together and um, really dive into God's Word. And so we really are passionate about women um, knowing God's Word, studying God's Word, and hearing from Him on a daily basis. Okay, so I want to dive straight into that, though, because I've heard I've heard bits and pieces of it, and I've watched some of y'all's videos, but like, tell me the story. How did this come about? Because it was like the secret thing that I kept hearing y'all talk about, and then it just rolled out. Like, so how did, how did we get there? Uh, well, sure. We It kind of happened over a period of about a year and a half, two years. Mm-hmm. We would sit down over coffee and we'd talk about what the Lord was doing in our lives and our passions and our dreams and ministry. And the more time started to overflow, we just thought, wow, we have the, a lot of the similar dreams and passions. Mm-hmm. And you know, would it be crazy if we, you know, joined our passions together and started this online community? And so we talked about it for a long time. And then finally, over one of our, our um, meetings, we just said, you know what, we're just going to do it. Mm-hmm. And that time we set up a website and we set up our Facebook group and it just happened really quickly after that. So, yeah. 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 No, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, OK, so I have a question, though. So when it comes to the name, what what's confetti all about? Like, what's what's a confetti moment? Like your thing yes. talks about these confetti moments. What's a confetti moment for anyone else that's wondering? Yeah. yeah so Melissa and I are celebrators and we we love to just celebrate life and um, celebrate what God's doing in our life. And we just think life is supposed to be fun mm-hmm. and joy filled. And we've been through lots of different seasons in our lives together um, as friends and with the Lord. And um, so the confetti actually came from um, we <laughs> we went on a road trip uh, and as celebrators, I mean, what, what better way to start a road trip than a confetti popper? OK, I heard about this. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so in in my car, we um, launched a confetti popper um, and there's still confetti. Mm-hmm. That was what? Four years ago, something like Three that. Three or four. Oh wow! And this is years in the yes, making. Yes. So not just even like okay, wow. Yeah. This yeah. Is- <laughs> so we um, we were just as we were talking about okay, what what could we call this? What you know, names, brainstorming. Um, we that memory just popped up, and we started thinking about God's word and how exciting it is when you hear from the Lord. You know, when you hear something from Him that He speaks directly to you through His word. There's nothing like that. You sure. know, and so. Um, 
so those confetti moments through life where God is just, um, you can celebrate the things that God's doing in your life um, are just exciting. And then on the other side of that, confetti can be, life isn't always perfect, you know? Um, and confetti is kind of like that too. Like I said, I'm still finding confetti right. in my car. Um, and there's confetti all over my apartment because of BTC. Um, and so, um, you know, there's hills and valleys and different, different times in our, and seasons in our life. Um, but God is constant through those and faithful through those, and um, and we still have reason to celebrate and have those confetti moments no matter what. And so, what has been the craziest place? Okay, because this is even a, an even I'm even more interested in this question now. What is the craziest place you've still found like that you found confetti in your car? Goodness, um, <laughs> I opened up the glove compartment the other day. We really do. It is still. Everywhere. everywhere yeah yeah but th- but that's such a um a beautiful portrait of god's overflowing goodness over us that he mm. sings over us mm-hmm. there's never a moment whether we are in a hill or a valley that we're not experiencing his goodness and his grace yeah. and his mercy and so intentionally telling women to look for those mm-hmm. um moments of his fingerprints in his life mm-hmm. whatever season of life that you're in that it is all around us we just need to stop and be still mm-hmm. and recognize that that's so. awesome so with with this ministry where it's gone, like what, what is the goal for, for y'all? I mean, I, you, you've already kind of said what the purpose is behind it, but just as y'all have, you've started now and this is year one. And so it's, it's been really cool to watch. Um, what are some of the goals that y'all have maybe for the rest of 2019 or even into 2020? Yeah, I think short term wise, we just, we want change lives. Mm-hmm. We want to witness transformation in women's lives of um, we individually get messages from ladies that have known us for a long time and then have just met us and saying, uh, this is what this ministry has done for me. Mm -hmm. And this is what God's doing in my life. And this um, James study came at just this point in my life when I was going through this. And so hearing what God has done in individual hearts and lives um, is, is truly what propels us um, for that. Mm -hmm. And as far as future, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're still, we're still, um, we're both dreamers. I would mm-hmm. say that about both yeah. of us. Yeah. And so we are trying to be faithful in the very small things um, and until the Lord reveals um, our next step. Yeah, so. Absolutely. That's great. I mean, because I know in one of the videos, Meredith, you said that like this is, yes, you're going to do Bible studies, but it's supposed to be so much more than that. Yeah. And so I think that's got to be cool to hear. So y'all are hearing from ladies like in y'all's inboxes and stuff. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, y'all, you mentioned it already, but you started the year off with a study through the book of James, which is one of my favorite books. I would probably say the my favorite book next to like First Peter or something. Um, through that study, y'all went from about January to like mid-March, I think was when the last week aired. What were some of the things that y'all learned? You know, some of the, like some of, the, so what were some of the high points and then some of the, like the, hey, lessons learned, let's, let's not do that again. Again, or just talk me through what that first study with BTC was like. Yeah, well, just James is such a practical book. For and sure. so, um, you know, just about I, the steadfastness of, of the Lord when we're faithful to to him and his faithfulness, those two things meet, you know, his faithfulness and our steadfastness and our obedience, you know, um, and what a beautiful thing that is. So um, spiritually, that's one thing, you know, that I think just was hammered in for for my heart personally through that study is just, um, you know, that let let your steadfastness have its full effect, you know, and um, and I just think that's that's really beautiful. Um, and so I'll, I don't know, do you have anything that sticks out? I think really personally um, that. The time that it took 
every mm-hmm. week. Um, you know, when we get to hang out, um, we uh, we have to be intentional about going back and working on bringing the confetti because mm-hmm. just our own community and friendship happens so naturally that, okay, we have to stop and have to work on bringing the <laughs> confetti and so work on that. But I think um, for both of us, when we were walking through James and preparing, the Lord was walking us through things before we were um, to teach them and ministering to our own hearts and our own personal, the things that were going on in our own lives. And so just as we were hoping to to minister to other women, Christ was ministering to mm-hmm, us in, sure. in the deep places that we were walking. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So being able to rightly handle the Word of God, both in our own lives and, mm-hmm. and giving that to women, too. Mm-hmm. So. Just trying to dig more a little mm-hmm. into the um, just kind of because I, I really had no idea. Like I know this had been something y'all y'all have been working on, but the years like so because y'all first met at Southwestern, right? Y'all were both right. students yeah. there, yeah. and yeah. I, something something about you were actually her trainer. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Melissa and I, um, I started. Did I start a year after you and? At Southwestern. And so um, (laughs) Melissa was working in the registrar's office, and I came on campus. Um, She actually helped me register for our for my first class and so our first classes and um, we didn't really know each other at that point and then um, I got a job in the registrar's office started working with Melissa and she was training me that first day Um, and we just you know we just hit it off as friends like um, we just had this um, kind of instant connection we have a lot of similar personalities and um, so became friends then and the Lord um moved us. Um, Melissa moved uh, out of state, and then um, I was still here in Texas and just kept that friendship going um, and through different seasons. And then we were both involved in ministry at different churches. And um, just to have that friend, you know, when you're in ministry, you know, you need those friends to be able to hold you up and um, to pray for you and to talk with you and give you wisdom. And so, um, and then here we are back again. So we it's been like 10 years of, of friendship and mm-hmm. um, just to see the Lord's faithfulness even in that is, is really cool. That's really cool. Uh, Meredith, I want to ask you first. So because this, I mean, you actually, you, you have another job that you would, I right. think is a great ministry as well. And so you work for pregnancy help for you, yes. correct? Okay. Yeah. I always want to <laughs> like, I always see the numbers and letters. Um, tell me a little bit about that. Um, you know, I think it's a great ministry. We've helped, you know, them with one, uh, with some things before, but tell me about your role there and just what that ministry is all about. Yes. Um, so I do outreach for the pregnancy center. It's a crisis pregnancy center. So um, it's helping men and women who are in crisis pregnancy situations, unplanned pregnancies, not sure what to do and who just need um, some hope, some truth and um, support. And so um, it's really been amazing to come alongside um, girls who just are in a crossroads in their life, really, you know, and they're coming to that point where they, um, they just are, are scared, you know, and they come in and, um, need hope and, and help and to be able to support them and walk with them. So we do, um, those initial that pregnancy test and a sonogram and allow them to be able to see the heartbeat and, um, and then follow up with them throughout their pregnancy, um, to be able to, provide that support. And so, um, and then getting to hold those little babies and, you know, and see, um, see God's faithfulness and all of that. Um, so I do that. I meet with girls throughout the week, um, and I'm able to share Christ with them and share hope with them through, through that. And, um, that's really incredible. Um, and then I also do outreach in the community and help other people know about what we do and be able to come in and join the 
join the vision and join the work that God's doing there. That's awesome. If anybody wanted any information on on that ministry, where what's the website or where it's, would they go? It's um, phforyou.org. So it's like pregnancy help for you. So it's the the number four, the letter U, phforyou.org. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll put it in the description down below. Yeah. I, I, you know, but that's real though, because every time I'm like a website, it's like, am I spelling the numbers? No. So we'll, hey, we'll yeah. put that information down. If anybody's interested, um, we'll have that in the description. Awesome. Melissa, so I know, I know this is true for both of y'all, but you've got actually a lot of experience in women's ministry. So when you moved, it was uh, to... It was in Bixby. What was the name of the church? Yes, I served at Evergreen Baptist Church in right. Bixby, Oklahoma. So you were the women, the director of women's ministry yeah. there, right? And you even yeah. said that your favorite class at Southwestern was like, well, you said Greek. And then you said <laughs> it was your women's your intro to women's ministry class. What about women's ministry just is fuels you? Mm. Man, I don't know if I can pick one thing. I love walking with a woman through God's word. And from the moment that I get to meet her, until the Lord allows us um, to disciple and mentor and counsel and and see life transformation happen in her life. So we have women coming um, in that have walked with the Lord for a long time, and it's um, really neat to be able to get to foster their giftings and and see them uh, serve in their own ministries and in their respective ministries that the Lord has for them, um, both in the local church and outside of it. And so shepherding those gifts and learning how uh, to shepherd those gifts with them. And then um, I love teaching God's word um, to them and just really walking through, especially those young women who come into the ministry that um, they uh, give themselves to Christ and then they learn about spiritual Mm -hmm. gifts and um, the Lord is calling them in different directions and just being able to share life with them and and love them with the love of Christ. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. What about you, Mary? What about women's ministry excites you? I, um, I love being creative. So I love the creative opportunities in, um, in women's ministry, just being able to see a need that, that women have and being able to creatively come at that and go, okay, what could we do and make this fun Mm -hmm. and make this reach a lot of women. Um, but then also just that, um, seeing someone, a young woman or an older woman, just get it for the first time, like really seeing them not just be a Bible study girl or a church girl, you know, but like come to that point where they've really heard from the Lord and they get it and they're Mm -hmm. walking in that truth. Man, there's nothing like that. It's amazing. I have a question for y'all because I was actually doing some, doing some studies and I came across an article. It was, it was an article by Lifeway. It came out on New Year's Eve. So December 31st, uh, Kelly King, who oversees like the women's ministry part of Lifeway. Mm -hmm. It was an article, um, where she talked about the top 10 trends that she's seen in women's ministry going into 2019. Um, and she, one of the top 10 reasons or one of the top 10 trends she saw for, she said for better or worse was understanding generation Z. And so this idea that like, you know, this new generation is, you know, the least religious religion or I'm sorry, least religious generation that's out there, the most mm-hmm. post-Christian and stuff like that. And that that's just one of the needs in, in ministry. What advice with the experience that y'all have in women's ministry, what advice would you give to any ladies out there that are probably not even their women ministers? They're probably just lay leaders and stuff like that, that want to reach younger ladies. What can they do to better impact the younger generation? Mm-hmm. I think, um, uh, I'll, I'll, speak to that spiritually and then very practically. So spiritually, we're seeing this younger generation come up and wanting to understand theology at a very deep level. So they're not taking the word. Um, your truth might not be recognized as their truth, and they're wanting to um, uh, for you to explain to them why you believe what you believe. So theological precision among this generation is very um, something where you need to know what you believe and why you believe it and be able to defend that yeah. and speak that very clearly. 
and truthfully and boldly to this generation. And so um, for women who lay leaders in the church, um, they they need to know their theology and be able to defend that and speak that very clearly um, in small snippets. Um, and so spiritually, and then very practically, we live in a social media world. Mm-hmm. So being able to communicate that in very creative ways in small chunks um, through your social media channels, um, that will engage them um, very quickly. And I think that's the new teaching tool. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'd say too, I think a lot of times I talk to um, you know, women in various, like older women who um, think that they can't talk about really, you know, they're, they're used to being, not being able to talk about religion, that that's taboo or that's, and um, I would just encourage you, you know, I sit across from young girls all the time, every week, um, every day, you know, and they are open. They're wanting mm-hmm. to talk and they're wanting, they're craving that connection. So don't be afraid. Um, I was in Chick-fil-A yesterday um, and I had this older woman, um, two older women, and they were so precious. They were best friends and um, just standing in the line. And I smiled at one of them. And then the other lady started just talking to me about her story, you know, mm-hmm. and it blessed my heart more than mm-hmm. I can even tell you. Um, I was actually sitting there trying to fight back tears. <laughs> I felt so silly. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm going to start crying in the Chick-fil-A But, um, you know, I think just being open and looking for praying for those opportunities to connect because, Mm -hmm. um, yes, there are social media is so prevalent right now, you know, but um, people are lonely, you know, at the same time. And so just um, knowing that. Um, you know, that they're, they're not going to just take what you are saying as, as fact, um, necessarily that they want to, they want to prove it. And there, there's that instant gratification for this generation Z. Um, but, um, just taking those opportunities and not being afraid to talk to them because they're most of the time they're open, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and there are occasionally ones will say, no, I don't really want to talk about that. And you can respect Mm -hmm. that, but, um, just hearing them and caring about them, um, is, is really, goes a long way. So uh, I mean, you said something there. It it was reading that article is really enlightening to me, you know, because, you know, I would not consider myself an expert in women's ministry by any <laughs> means, but you mentioned some things like despite how social, you know, we supposedly are, mm-hmm. you know, you have things like depression and whatnot mm-hmm. kicking in. And the other things on that top 10 list were like things like the Me Too movement. It was addictions. It mm-hmm. was boredom. It was depression. And it was like, and there's this need. I think the encouraging thing that I saw is that even though those those things are definitely trends, what we are seeing are women coming up in the church and are passionate about serving and giving them a place. And so for anybody that's listening out there, like, man, pour into those ladies and take these uh, take the advice that we've got here. Well, the power of sharing your story, I think. Yeah. For sure. The, being able to be transparent and vulnerable for this generation, you you have to be able when you share life with them. Um, women are not looking for a perfect woman. Mm-hmm. They're not looking for you to have it all together. Um, they're going to seek out the women who they see themselves putting pride aside, mm-hmm. putting the reputation aside, putting their uh, taking their walls down and sharing. These are the sins that I've struggled with. This is this is this is the ugly parts of my heart that mm-hmm. the Lord's working on. And when we start talking about our sin, when we start talking about what Christ has done in the transforming work of the gospel, that's really where we see the connection mm-hmm. among when women happen when they start to share their stories. Healing can begin mm-hmm. and the restoration and the that the word can be it becomes active and mm-hmm. and moving in their lives and and really that's the beautiful part of women's mm-hmm. ministry because they're not afraid to they're to not open afraid up, you know so they're mm-hmm. wanting 
uh, us as older women to be able to be just as transparent. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's yeah. great. Um, Meredith, you are also a, not just a part of BTC, pregnant self for you, but you are also a part of the DFW hammocking community. Yes. Um, I have a question for you, uh, totally shifting from super spiritual to more practical here. Um, what, kind, what brand of hammock do you have? I, you know, I honestly don't even know. I'm like, you know, you build me up as this hammocking community person, and I'm now going to say I don't really know what brand it is because it was like $16 on Amazon. Oh. And it's amazing. It's like, it's the best. It's, I just picked it because of the color. Yeah. So I was going to ask you why I should spend $70 on an Eno instead of $11 on the thing I got from Walmart. It's now the straps. I do have Eno straps. (laughs) Okay. And those are amazing because they have the loops and they're faster. So Eno straps all the way, but the, I I don't, I haven't seen a difference. Where's your favorite place in DFW to hammock? Um, oh man, I've been to some favorite, some really pretty parks. Um, Actually, J.A. Carr yes, is really nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really, part. yeah, it's really great. It's kind of, you wouldn't really think, you know, it's kind of tucked away in a weird spot, but. It's a nice, nice half mile trail that goes yeah, around. And then there's a couple of yeah, parts. really nice. Yeah. yeah. My family used to go there a lot when we were younger. Yeah. Um, Listen, I have a question for you. So why is the Crayola Twistable the best Bible highlighter? <laughs> My goodness. Uh, my sister bought that for me for Christmas with another project that I was working on, but I found that they don't bleed through my pages. Mm-hmm. And so I'm a huge, I write in my Bible. I'm not a journal, journal writer. And so, in general. In general. And so um, I love just using them to highlight my, highlight my words. So I have this coloring system of um, when the word is talking about something about womanhood or um, theology of um, Christ or God, I have a different color for for every one of those. So um, yeah, so they don't bleed through. They don't bleed through is the main reason why. So y'all heard it there first. If you're looking for, because that's totally right. I mean, I... I'm digital. I'm I'm the one that's sitting there with my Logos app open, adding that stuff in there because it's always like... I take notes in my Bible and it's like, well, that bled through. Yeah. <laughs> so there totally we go. old school. How many cups of cinnamon almond milk macchiatos and <laughs> gingerbread lattes or caramel fraps do y'all think y'all have drank? While That's so hard. While dreaming and doing this whole entire thing. Yeah, so way too many. many. I think I have to repent. I can't even. I can't even put a number on it. At least once a week, we know that. Oh, at, at least, least once a week for a year. Yeah. I feel like there was like once a week, and then there's like a we need to talk. It's more like <laughs> once a day. I have such an addiction. I, I might or might not have had one before I came here today. So, um, yeah, coffee a huge thing. Um, do you think you could go like? If you, I'm trying to think of like those things that where it's like, you know, do you get rid of this or coffee? Yeah. And like, for me, it's like, whatever that is, you're like, you don't even right. tell me cause I'm going to give that up instead. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Um, well, I, I'm so thankful that y'all, y'all were stopped by here. We talk about the ministry, bring the confetti. And now y'all started your James, uh, you did you, the James studies finished yes. and y'all are in a new study. That's already, what is, tell me about that. We are studying community. Okay. Um, and so just what biblical community looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so that's our series right now. We're mm-hmm. on week three, um, mm-hmm. and we're just plugging right along. It's really, it's been a fun, yeah. fun study. So just to make sure it's clear, like if, if there's a lady out there that's listening to this that says, yeah, I want to jump in with that. I want to get to know these ladies. I want to be a part of what they're doing. How, how do they find y'all? When do they tune in? Like what's their action? Absolutely. On Facebook, if you type in BTC Community, 
or BTC Confetti, then that it will pop up. And we post a video every Monday and Wednesday, okay. and then we interact throughout the week. Um, they can also message us privately. We're also on Instagram under the same handle. So There you go. Okay, then I have one last question because you guys are both avid crafters, and I've looked at your stuff, um, <laughs> and I, I am an admirer for sure because I do not have that gifting. If you had full reign, no limit, what would you do to the Cross City Single Studio here? If you guys just had full that reign. That makes me. <laughs> that Looking makes our little here. decorator heart just so happy. Oh, my goodness. Because oh. we're going to take notes. And see. <laughs> I know. I think pops of color. So mm-hmm. a little bit of accent color. Mm-hmm. Some succulents. Succulents are a must, mm-hmm. always. I might... I think it would be cute to do a shiplap wall, you know, back uh, here. A little shiplap or a little a little wood. <laughs> Did you say no? I think it would be cute. I like, we have different styles. That's fine. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I love what you've done with it. I love the lights. Yeah. That's one of my favorite features. Nobody watching this can see the lights. Oh. <gasps> there. <laughs> I am a lover. Our frame, I think, goes from like here to just like right over your left shoulder. <laughs> I'm a lover of porch lights, and these literally are the best. So we got to get the porch lights on. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, be watching out the rest of this season. Let's see if we start <laughs> actually decorating this thing. Maybe you'll start to see some lights. Um, thank you all so much again. Well, thanks again to Meredith and Melissa for stopping in this week. If you're interested in following their ministry, again, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram by searching for Bring the Confetti. Also, if you're interested in learning more about how you can get involved with Pregnancy Help for You, we've linked their website in the description below. They're a great ministry in the DFW area and definitely worth checking out to see how you might be able to help serve. Don't forget to rate and review our podcast and be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. Hope that y'all have a great day and we'll see y'all next week.